Welcome to Astrology Bites. This is your host, Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of the Tarot Coloring Book and the co-author of Tarot for Troubled Times. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 64 of Astrology Bites. And if you're curious about astrology, you are definitely in the right place. With each episode of Astrology Bites, you get a bite-sized astrology lesson that's around 15 minutes or less. It's super short and sweet. My goal is to make astrology feel simple, clear, fun, and totally applicable to your everyday life. Okay, let's get into today's episode. Today we're talking about the vertex. And of course, the vertex sounds like some kind of a sci-fi movie, right? Well, anyhow, here's what you need to know. It's a bit complicated, so bear with me. The vertex is another one of those reference points in space, just like those lunar nodes that we talked about in a previous episode. So in other words, it's not an actual planet or, or star or, you know, asteroid or anything like that. It's simply a point that rests in the western hemisphere of the chart. And it represents a spot where the ecliptic meets the prime vertical. So supposedly the vertex represents karmic or faded relationships. And it's actually mostly used in synastry or relationship readings. Well, why? Well, it's because the Western Hemisphere contains the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th houses, which is usually where the vertex rests. And those houses all focus on different relationships in your life. Now, sometimes for folks who live in extreme latitudes, there might be other houses involved, but that's usually not the case. So it usually ends up in one of those houses, 5th, 6th, 7th, or 8th. So the vertex can be interpreted by sign, houses, and aspects, of course, to other planets in your natal chart. And it can also be triggered by transits and progressions, as well as, you know, any interactions with planets in someone else's chart. You know, so if you're comparing your chart to someone else's and the planets are making aspects, that's really important. You know, in other words, it may not be widely used in astrology. For example, I really don't play around with it too much because I don't do relationship readings, but it can still contain useful information. So let's give it an example because examples always help. Um, My vertex is in Taurus and it sits in my eighth house. The eighth house represents, you know, sex, death, money, inheritance, all that jazz. And issues around money or relationships has been a big theme in my life. I love to manage money and have often been placed in the position of managing money for my loved ones. Also, My vertex opposes my moon in the second house, which can bring conflict with loved ones over joint resources. And that has certainly been an issue in my life, particularly when I was managing my my parents' um, uh, money. So it's, again, it's definitely been an issue in my life. So I find that info to be useful. Now, when I compare my vertex to my husband's chart, it lands in his fifth house of romance. It trines his sun, and it forms a quincunx with his natal Venus. So this shows that our money and love are certainly connected in some way. Suffice it to say, that's the way it's panned out. Um, It's because I tend to handle the money in our relationship as well. And this has brought great stability to both of our lives. You know, my husband's one of those people who prefers not to fiddle around with money because he's kind of got that artist hippie, dirty money thing going on. So my vertex in Taurus in the 8th house It's a good thing for him and me. So what about him? Well, his vertex is in Leo, and it sits in his eighth house, just like mine. 
It forms a trine to his natal moon, and the moon often symbolizes what a man needs from a partner. And so I, I kind of laugh. I like to say, you know, he needs a money manager. I'm like his, <laughs> I'm like his Chris Jenner. Um, so, you know, those are some quick thoughts. Uh, it's not a deep analysis. You know, obviously due to the eighth house thing, we're here to support each other in the money realm. But the eighth house also signals intimacy. And well, let's just say that that area is working out just fine. <laughs> anyway, so those are just some examples to play around with. And it's time to find a vertex in your chart. So you can look to your astrology software. I use Time Passages. And there's a setting, uh, you know, under charts that's, that shows to display custom points. So when you click up that, that shows where the vertex is. Uh, if you use a different type of software, you'll have to look for the custom points, you know, but look for that. You might even be able to find some vertex calculators online. And again, it's just another additional thing to add to your interpretations. And you might find it interesting and useful or maybe not, but have fun with it anyways. It's, you know, it's good knowledge to know. All right, guys, that wraps up today's episode. And I hope you're enjoying this show. And if you are, take a moment and leave a positive review on iTunes because, you know, that helps more listeners discover the show. And of course, I appreciate it so much. So for more fun stuff, head over to my website, thetarolady.com. You're going to find lots of resources about tarot and astrology, including free monthly forecasts and horoscopes and so much more. Again, that's thetarolady.com. I'll see you there. And remember, no matter what's going on in the cosmos today, ultimately you are in charge of your life. You're in the driver's seat. If you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change the course. You're the boss and you've got that power. Be kind to yourself and others and make smart decisions. I'll see you in the next episode.